Welcome back, guys, to the Couch Couch. I'm Sean here with Jimmy, and this week we got former New England Patriot, Indianapolis Colt, and the host of the Man's Man podcast, Darius Butler. Darius, I, I was watching a clip of you on the uh, Pat McAfee show earlier this week, and he was talking about Urban Meyer and how you knew him, and then you had came out right away and you said he should not be hired as a head coach. So I'm like, here's why do you think he's <laughs> going to be such a bad head coach, you know, in the NFL? Uh, you know what? You know, he's there now, so, you know, I hope, I hope he does well because, you know, some guys that I still know within the organization, on the staff, and, um, you know, on the team. So I definitely hope he does well. But uh, going into it, it wouldn't be a hire that I would have made, you know, a career uh, college coach. Obviously, you know, he left some some situations um, in, in not great conditions. And obviously, certain things he won't have to deal with on a professional level. But um, you even saw, even with the, the hiring of uh, the strength coach that, you know, I had to resign. Like, you know, it, it's different when you're doing business um, in the big leagues and you're dealing with grown men in a locker room full of grown men. But, um, you know, you will have the, um, the benefit of drafting a rookie quarterback. So, um, you know, your quarterback and your best players buying into the program or the system or whatever it is is huge for a coach, a new coach especially. So um, he got that working for him. And I like his staff. I like his staff that he put together as well. So, um, but, yeah, going into it, I wasn't a big fan of the hire. I thought he should have stayed on TV. But we shall see. Do you think he brings on Tebow as uh, maybe maybe a <laughs> coach or maybe backup quarterback? Well, he's looking for a job. He's still relatively young, you know, bring maybe some Florida magic. I'm, I, I can see Tebow being a, a – a, I can see Tebow just being someone good to have in a building. You know, he, he's, a, he's a great guy. I can definitely see him in another building somehow, some capacity. Um, you know, he, he didn't pan out, you know, talent-wise at the quarterback position in the NFL, but – what made Tebow special, even on the collegiate level, was his intangibles and being a team player and being a. So I definitely think he can bring some value to uh, you know any any organization he would go into. But uh, I would I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised by that. <laughs> Do you think? Th go ahead, Jimmy. <laughs> I was just gonna say I think my biggest concern with Urban Meyer and we talked about it when it first happened is, how, like, how is he gonna handle losing a lot of games early on? There's a legit chance this year that they lose more games this season than he lost his entire tenure at Ohio State. I think it was seven losses while he was at Ohio State, I think, looking it up. And, I mean, there's a chance they lose more games than that this year alone. And I wasn't sure how he was going to get used to that and get acclimated to that at the start. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he, he knows he's no he knows what he's signing up for, and um, I'm sure you know having you know he he's, he's got the, the number one pick, so that's always a good thing to have. Got a ton of cap space, and um, it's not that that hard, especially if you got a quarterback, you know, to get people to come down and play for you in Florida. If you're showing any semblance of, of putting together a good team with a good staff, so um, he's got some things definitely working for him. But yeah, it's, it's going to be an uphill battle. You saw it. Uh, I'm a lifetime Dolphin fan. So uh, I remember Saban coming down here and being the coach down here and then, you know, taking off halfway through the season. So, um, you know, something like that. I don't see something like that happening, but he has left some other places, you know, with some questionable circumstances before. So we shall see once again. And uh, Tebow, Tebow's from Jacksonville too, right, originally? Yeah, I, I believe yeah, so. Now you got my wheels training on this Tebow thing. <laughs> I'm saying. I – well, do you, I have a bet with a buddy of mine. This is how confident I am in Trevor Lawrence, assuming they take him first, that they'll win nine games. So is my money cooked or not? It's a, it's a hot take, but 
But um, that's how confident I am in Trevor Lawrence. That's that's that. In my that's you a better hope they get some free agents. Spoiling take. <laughs> uh, nine games. It's tough to win nine games in the NFL. Um, obviously, you know Houston. We'll see what's going on in Houston. Um, you know, I don't expect Deshaun to play there this year. Um, Indianapolis, you know, that they're, they're building a winner down there. I think Wentz will do, you know, pretty good down there. Um, Tennessee, you know, they'll be good year in and year out as long as they keep their core together. Um, so it'll be tough to, 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 you know, finish for them, you know, higher third in their own division. And, yeah, I don't, I don't see them winning nine. What, they win two games last year? They won one. One, <laughs> one game. Wow, yeah, so it, that's a, that's a making that jump. Even though Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's a he's a special talent. Everybody expects him to be. Um, that would be a lot to ask for a first time NFL head coach, a first time NFL quarterback to take a one ten a, a one win team to nine. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that'll be wild. That's that's a flaming hot take. But flaming if you're hot. right on it, look you're, seventeen I'm, I'm games. Sure you'll be the only one with that take. I'm, I'm saying 17 games. There's one more game on the schedule, and you figure the Texans are two free wins. They just gotta get the other seven. That's it. That's ah, all. I, I can't <laughs> even count Texas as a free win. Not nah. I can't even count it yet. <laughs> you you better hope that they take all that money and load up on free agents since they got the QB on the rookie deal. So yeah, they could. I mean, but see, loading up on free agents. It works well, better, a lot better in other sports than football. You know, football, you got to really, you know, build that culture. You got to be smart with it still. I'll give you yeah, that. You, you got to have the right, it. you got to have the right guys in there. So it's about the right guys joining that locker room. And um, I would say creating a culture. They were going the right way, you know, for, for a little stretch there when they had Bortles, who just wasn't good enough at the quarterback position. Um, but they had all the other things in line. But um, you really got to kind of create that culture. So, um Urban has been a winner in his history. That's the thing he definitely has going for him on that field. He has been a winner. He has produced winners wherever he's been, or just Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, O-State. So, um, you know, he, he, he knows what it looks like. So uh, we'll see. Um, where do you, speaking of Deshaun Watson, where do you think he ends up? And, like, what do you think makes the most sense? I'm, like, under the impression he's going to Carolina. It feels like that's the report. And also, I think it makes a lot of sense, like, get him out of the conference. They don't have to tri- uh, play him. But, you know, what is, what, how do you feel about it? Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I'm probably hearing the same thing you guys are with, you know, Dolphins, Jets, Carolina being kind of like the, the three places, one of the three places he'll end up. Um, Carolina makes, uh, you know, makes sense, you know, still close to his hometown, played college ball and, in, 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 uh, you know, Clemson, which is in the Carolinas, got some talent there. Um, Miami, I would love Miami, you know, talented <laughs> roster. That I think it's, I mean, Tua could be a, a good quarterback. It could be a good piece of trade as well. I mean, as a Dolphin fan, I would take Watson 20 million times. Take the I sure thing. It's- but, um, so I would love that, and I would love to see, uh, you know, Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson going at it twice a year. Um, I, Jets, I don't know why, you know, that, that, that team keeps popping up. Like, he, I even saw that he would prefer the Jets over some other teams. Like, if he's trying to win, that just doesn't make uh, much sense to me. It would be great for the NFL. It would be great for his personal brand because he's in New York. But um, ultimately, I think I would personally want to see him in, uh, in Miami, but Carolina wouldn't be bad at all either. I, I think it's pretty obvious where I would like to see him, personally. But um, we'll, uh, where's that? I don't know. I can't where, tell. I, I, don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't tell. I can't figure it out. I maybe 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 he takes over for Mahomes, man. I don't, I don't know. 
That'll be a scary division for for defenses for DBs. If you had what's going to be scary is if Sean's Raiders get Russell Wilson somehow, and (laughs) we got to roll out there with Drew Locke against these three guys for the next yeah some odd years. Very very scary. so is Denver still moving on from Von Miller? Is that still a thing? Is that so true? the latest report I saw was that they haven't even talked to his agent yet or Kareem Jackson's agent because they're both on those club options. And okay. uh, they, they haven't reached out to either of their agents from the last thing I'd seen. Okay, gotcha. It's a, talking to a couple guys that I know, they said that they probably don't expect him to be back. Just uh, former players who used to play with him said they probably don't expect him to be back. And if he doesn't, I've been throwing my hat on. I think he's going to end up in Cleveland. In Cleveland? I think so. I think it'll be Cleveland. Whoa, be my, Miles Gary, you know, both A&M. Their, def- their defensive coordinator, uh, Joe Woods. Coach Vaughn for like, I don't even know, four or five years probably with Denver. Plug him right into the system, be ready to go. I think that's the natural fit. I think that's where he would go. Yeah, that'd be scary. That'd be scary. I mean, I I would like to see him down there and uh, out there in Indy, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, because they they offered JJ Watt more money, right? That was a report. That was a report. I think I heard Pat say that that wasn't true. Um, and and I I couldn't see JJ going to Indy regardless. Uh, I can't I can't say regardless of the number, but I just couldn't see that. Been a Texan for ten years. Um, you know, obviously, what he means to that organization, and then going to the division, playing them twice. I just couldn't personally see that. But um, I definitely did not see Arizona coming. But um, him and uh, that was nowhere. That'll be formidable. That was wild. How how wild was the report that it was on his Peloton where he he linked his four teams? Like, how <laughs> funny is that? Be you're riding your bike and you get the news that JJ Watt signed with Arizona Watt. Yeah, his whole little free agency thing is is it was funny, you know, him throwing out the cryptic messages and every team trying to, um, you know, get recruit him to come. It, it it was it was cool, but the, that message that actually I was uh, doing a live stream when that uh, when that text came out. Whoever tweeted it, um, forget the reporter's name, but uh, he put it out and uh, somebody put it in our chat. Like, oh, you know, he just put these three teams. What do you think we're talking about? Which of those three teams? And then a few minutes later, comes out with the Arizona shirt. So, um, yeah, that, that was wild. But his team, man, his team, you know, no leaks. He kept it tight. Um, he said his agent wasn't talking to anybody. He, you know, and obviously it was true. So that was that was that was dope. But um, glad to see him out there out west. It was how how it all transpired was kind of crazy because I read I read an article saying that he actually got like four different team shirts ordered. And he had his friend order them and get them delivered to him and use his credit card and everything so nothing could be traced to JJ. And they didn't deliver it to his house or anything. So he had them delivered to his friend, and his friend brought them all over in a box. Man, so that's nobody, crazy. nobody would know anything. Couldn't trust the Amazon driver either. <laughs> it's, crazy. it's crazy the things you got to do in uh, 2020 to maintain some sense of privacy. Sad, but <laughs> it was that was a, that was amazing. Like I said, is that the future of breaking news? Going through Peloton, you're riding your bike, you find out the Sean Watson's traded to the to the Panthers or the Patriots or something. I know, right? I saw people tweet like, "Damn, do I need to get a Peloton?" It was crazy too because we were actually talking about the uh, Peloton because my co-host on the uh, pod, Antoine Bate, you know, he swears by it, and um, you know, a lot of a lot of athletes, you know, me and him for sure, like hate it. I, I still hate like anything stationary. Like I don't yeah. like treadmills or bikes or anything like that but um he swears by it so we're talking about peloton obviously talking about jj so uh 
definitely some uh, some great marketing for them. I wonder how many millions of dollars worth of marketing that was for them. Yeah, that's true. Do you think that increases the chances of Pat Pete going back to Arizona now? Um, I, w- I was having that conversation with someone last night. Um, I think for him, even if it's something like a one-year deal that they work out for him, I think it would be a good situation. Um, having getting uh, Chandler Jones and hopefully, you know, he stays healthy. But with Chandler Jones, Chandler Jones is a top three pass rusher in the league when he's healthy. And then you add J.J. Watt, who now on that same D-line will be seeing a lot more one-on-ones than he has over his career. And he's still, you know, good enough to consistently beat one-on-one uh, matchup. So uh, if I'm a DB, if I'm a corner, especially kind of coming off the year that wasn't, you know, the Patrick Peterson type year, that we uh, expect even at this point in his career, I think it will be definitely beneficial for him to you know, get one more year uh, with Vance Joseph in that defense and uh, at least one more year uh, ball out and then maybe go somewhere next year. But, uh, but we'll see. I, I hopefully it increases. I, w- I would like to see Pat P with that, uh, with that, with that rush. Yeah, that, that would definitely be pretty Pat crazy. We, we, did the, we did a whole like, thing where we, said we took players that we thought should chase a ring and uh, I, I put hypothetically, I put Pat Pete in a Packers uniform. That's what I did. Can't be worse than Kevin King, right? That was the difference in making a Super Bowl. Man, yeah, be t- <laughs> I, I, I don't see him doing it though, just because um, you know the the weather and lifestyle that type of stuff factors in. That's especially true. When you got a family. Um, he's a big time golfer. Um, so I could. He's a Florida boy. You know, he's from South Florida, went and played college ball, Louisiana, been out in Arizona for his whole career. So I couldn't see him, you know, 30, yeah, he, in his he 30s really been around the to, cold. to Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, was, yeah I, I couldn't see that one. But um, he, he, I think he's got some good football left and um, could definitely be a good piece. I wouldn't mind if we brought him down to the Colts. You know, we, we could work out something there. Um, you saw X Rose. He came there on a, on a good deal. Um, you know, you thought he was washed up in Minnesota. A lot of people did. He got there, played. And that was me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. That was me. You know, man heavy. And um, as a cornerback, especially an aging cornerback, you can go into a different system that kind of relies a little more on your mental than it does your physical every snap. Um, That can definitely help, uh, you know, stretch that, that back end of your career out more. Who's the, who's the, uh, you mentioned golfing. Who's the best NFL player that you know at, at golfing? The best golfer? Yeah, NFL player. Um, Does Romo count? Or are we talking active? Like, ha- who have you played you know, with? Quarterbacks are typically the best. Obviously, they got all the damn money. So they got the most time. And, you know, they go to the best course and stuff like that. But Pat P, um, from what I know, and I, I'm not a golfer, so I'm not out there like that. Go, I did golf with Golden Tate before. He's pretty good. And this was years ago, so he's probably gotten better now. Um, I think who was good on my coach team? I'm not sure. I would. I would probably put Pat P and uh and Golden Tate up there for my, I guess, personal experience. I wonder how Luck is at golf. He's got to have a lot of practice these days, right? Who's that? Andrew Luck. Uh man, I don't know if Luck golfs though. I know Luck was. He was a big, big soccer guy. Soccer. Um, who knows what Luck? Luck Luck was into some, you know, his his own. He was kind of a weird dude, but like everybody loves him. I actually couldn't see Luck being a big, an avid golfer, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I could see Luck being a big billiards guy. I could see him doing something. (laughs) I could see him being a bowler, a bowler. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, you know, he, you know, he likes he hits the slope, so something like that. You know, skiing, snowboarding, stuff like that. And I actually skied for the first time. Uh, 
couple of weeks back, and it was that, that, that's a that's very very fun. Great. Did you end up like Alvin Kamara in that video? Did you end up like Alvin Kamara in that video of him trying to snowboard? No, that now that would scare the shit out of me uh, if I worked for the Saints or if I did yeah, oh, yeah. associated yeah, with the Saints. Yeah, big time. Um, especially you know we've been a former Colt, but um, I had a couple falls, and uh, once I got I don't know if you guys skiers or not, but once I got on the blue, the falls got a little different, and I had a, a, a couple, a couple, but it, it wasn't terrible. You know, you kind of sometimes. Because you're so at, I, I, you know, athletic, but it's just a weird body position to be in. Like your your knees, like as an athletic, as an athlete, like you're used to kind of bending your knees and getting yeah. kind of like a low stance. You can't really do that on skin because you're gonna fall. So um, I didn't even try to get on the board, but um, it look it looks a little more, it looks a little cooler actually on, the, on that snowboard. You got a snowboarder ski? That, yeah, I am. I'm a, I'm a New England boy. So okay. You know we get plenty of snow up here. Oh yeah. So where do you ski out, Vermont? Uh, I went to Vermont a couple times. I live in New Hampshire, so a lot of the local, like Granite Gorge in New Hampshire, uh, Mount Snows in Vermont, a lot of places like that. Actually, the last time I went, I left in an ambulance, so I haven't gone since then. But don't don't <laughs> what, try to. What did you mess up? Okay, so you know how you know how like when you're growing up and stuff, you'll make your little tiny snow jumps and you will go off well, like your little. I don't. I, I don't. Well, know. no, but like you, yeah, I get what you're saying. But you build <laughs> these little snow jumps and you think you're in like the X Games because you go off this little like foot high jump. And I don't know what got me feeling myself, but I'm like, I'm gonna hit this 15 foot jump and try to do a 360. No. Mm-hmm. I thought you were Sean White out here. <laughs> oh God. I'm so hey, happy. Was I? I tried to spin too early. And I caught the front of my board on the lip of the jump, and I just ended up like cartwheeling, like Ooh. flipping over. Tore ligaments in my wrist. My neck was Ooh. all stiff. I had that embarrassing ass like body bag that drags you down the mountain. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I almost had to call Ski Patrol to help me help me get down. Uh, <laughs> get what you know, shout out to uh, Meg, Meg, Meg Davis, Vontae Davis's wife. She helped me down. the. the um, she was patient. He just kept going. He left me, but she was patient. She helped me out. Hey, we, we got love for Vontae. He had us do a jersey swap for him when he signed with Buffalo. So, we okay, love that's what's up. That's what's up. That's my that's my guy. By it's, the way, why'd you come from Florida to UConn? Why'd you go from Florida to Connecticut? You're talking weather. Like, what were you thinking? Um, I was under recruited. You know, I, I, you know, it's easy to kind of fall under the radar down here in South Florida. Um, you know, hotbed for for football talent, especially. Um, you know, this was kind of before it was easy to kind of get your tape everywhere. It wasn't like a huddle or even YouTube at that point. Where you could just post your stuff and anybody could see it. So it was kind of I kind of got recruited almost by word of mouth. Went to a small high school, um, and um, the guy that recruited me, Terry Richardson, he actually grew up in South Florida. And he he grew up with my high school coach, and my high school coach kind of put him on to me. They were the first. I didn't start playing high school football in my junior year. Um, they were one of the first teams, schools to show interest. And, um, you know, once I kind of picked up some steam later on in the recruit process, I was like, you know, I'm just stick with the guys who were there first. Um, they didn't really switch up throughout the process. So um, and I thought it would be an experience going to New England, experiencing something completely new, actually experiencing, uh, you know, seasons and cold weather and things like that. And obviously I had to, uh, I wanted to go pro, so I'm like, you know, I could possibly go somewhere and get drafted cold. So, um, you know, I don't want to be a guy who, you know, scared to go play in it. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of different reasons, and uh, it worked out, man. I enjoyed the hell out of uh, 
New England. I got drafted in New England my first two years, but uh, Connecticut was a, a great, great experience. It's funny. I was saying to Jimmy before the podcast when I saw you went to UConn, and it was the Big East Conference then, and I was laughing because yeah. – uh, I went to Seton Hall, so we're in the Big East for basketball. But I was like, there is no Big East football. I was like, who? I don't even remember who was in a Big East football conference. Like, was it Pitt, Syracuse? Oh yeah, we we yeah we had some um, we had some dogs um, during 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 our run in the Big East. Obviously, the old Big East was you know UM and Boston College and yeah. Tech and those guys. But our Big East was um, it was us, UConn. We kind of put us on the map when we were there. Rutgers had some very good teams. You know, they had the McCordys, you know, Ray Rice, Underwood, Kenny Britt, Brian Leonard, a lot of guys out of there. Um, yeah, Cincinnati. Cincinnati always had good players. Um, West Virginia, they had the Pat White, Steve Slayton, Pat McAfee, you know, Pac-Man Jones. They had, you know, buku talent. So we had a lot of – we had a Syracuse, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, Revis, Shady McCoy. So uh, we had we had we had some some that was that was kind of like the Big East heyday. Mm. Yeah, before they split it all up between the ACC. Yeah, yeah. Basketball is different and football. Yeah. And then the basketball was. I mean, we used to love watching the basketball games too because it was yeah. so much talent. And they had more, a lot more teams: Seton Hall, DePaul, Marquette. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of um, you know, teams who weren't even St. John's. Mm. St. John's of the Big East. Yeah, St. John's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Villanova, I think. I yep, Villanova. Yeah, yep. it, was, it was it was crazy. It it's kind of crazy to think you like UConn just from the women's basketball perspective. You know the men's the men's team is always legit too, but man, that UConn mm. women's team is like legendary up here. Yeah, for sure. You, you, like, you can't compare anything to them. Yeah, I mean that that dominance. Um, you know, when I was coming out, it was kind of UConn, Tennessee. You know, Pat uh, Pat Summit. Yeah. Um, but Gino, I mean, if you look at greatest coaches across all sports, like he he has to be in that conversation. I saw it, you know, firsthand during the summers. You know, when um, a lot of the athletes still on campus, we spent a lot of time with the women's team playing against them. Um, you know, pick up basketball. He would be in there just watching us. You know, kind of rough them up a little bit and uh they 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 beat us more than we beat them and uh they they were the real deal they were the real deal actually when i went when i committed to uconn um on my recruiting visit they told me i was going to be able to play uh both sports basketball and football which was a complete lie and i got there <laughs> and that, that, you know that's what they do uh in, in, in these recruiting trips but um it was it, it was great man they actually just won the men's and the women's national championship. Um, when when I arrived there, that was with Ben Gordon and um, Mecca Okafor. Yeah, and yep. you had you had uh, Deanna was already gone, but who do they have on? I don't know who they had on the women's team, but when I was there, they had you know Renee Montgomery, Maya Moore. Uh, you know the list goes on. It, it was great times there. Getting back to football, uh, we were talking about luck earlier. If Luck returned from retirement, right, like today, before before even they traded for Wentz, where do you think the Colts would rank in the NFL? Like, would they be right there with the Chiefs? Oh, uh, if Luck came back. Assuming like, he was how he was when he left? Yeah, right. Yeah, um... I mean, they would they would be they would be contenders out of AFC for sure. I mean, you got the Chiefs. Um, who else would I put up there right now? I mean, the Bills, Chiefs, are... Buffalo. Yeah. But I would eat, I would put the Colts. I would put the Colts above Buffalo. So I'll probably put them two right behind the Chiefs. If uh, you know, with with luck in the fold. The one thing that really surprised me, 
And uh, I, I hope Defoe doesn't watch the podcast because Defoe's in front <laughs> of the page. I, I did not buy the hype on the defense before last season started. I just I know they had good pieces. Whoa. Well, I, I, I like I said, I wasn't a Rhodes believer, so I was like, you know. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I was high on Julian Blackman. He was on my most like underrated draft players list. I loved him. I'm still a big Malik Hooker fan. I think wherever he goes, I, I'm interested to watch him. I like Malik Hooker. I'm Darius big, Leonard, big obviously a beast. And um, yeah, I just I thought there would be a good defense, but like I, I did my top ten defense rankings before the season. I, I didn't have him in top ten. Yeah, man, you let you left out one big name even before Defoe, Kenny Moore. Um, Kenny Moore is one of the best, you know, slot defenders in the game. Uh, plays plays great on the outside as well, but that slot defender position is so important in today's um, NFL, especially when you're playing multiple uh, defense. You're playing some man. You're playing uh, some zone. He does a great job rushing the passer as well. Does a great job showing up in the run game. So when you have a guy who can play at a high level at that slot position, and then you add a guy like Xavier Rose who can hold his own on the outside. TJ Carey was a big sign as well. A guy who can play, who has experience playing kind of all over defense. Um, you know, Rocky Sin, I think, needs to needs to take a jump. Uh, he he kind of was a, a one of the weak links on their team. Blackman came in and played uh, phenomenal. I, I didn't expect him to come in and play that well. Uh, especially coming off an ACL, Willis made strides. And then you add a guy like Defoe up there who changes the game up front um, with Grover Stewart. So they got a lot of good pieces and they got a, a, a great, obviously, and obviously, you know, you, you mentioned Leonard. Um, but, um, and then you got uh, Eberflus who sets the standard and the standard is the standard. You saw the tweet that Leonard put out, you know, hey, if you're a free agent, you think about coming here to the Colts. Like, this is basically like, you know, big name, little name, like come in, lay it on the line for your brother. And that's the mindset there. And when you have that mindset and everybody's on the same page, um, you know, the sky's the limit. What do you think with Wentz? Like, first, what do you expect from him? And then, you know, do you really believe there's Super Bowl contenders with them? I personally do. Like, I think that highly of Wentz. I think he could be a top seven quarterback in the NFL. We've seen him do it. He almost won MVP before he tore his ACL. Like, what are you expecting going into this next season for them? So I was, um, I was probably, I would say I was the first guy to put this Wentz indie thing together. This was like before he was even benched in Philly. I saw it was, it was just broken. It, it was done. So I'm like, you know, you draft the Hurts, see what you got with Hurts. Wentz is kind of, I think after Foles, he never really truly recovered after Foles yeah. won that Super Bowl and um, you know got that statue. And in the city like Philly. Um, you know, they're, they're not, you know, they're not, that's a tough, that's a rough fan base to, um, to play in front of week in and week out coming from, you know, a small town kid coming from North Dakota. I just felt like the fit in, you know, Midwest and Indy back with Frank Wright, who we had so much success with and some other familiar faces on that staff. I just saw that being the best landed spot for him and for the coach. um, you know, kind of locking in their quarterback for the long run because they've kind of had, you know, some guys, you know, some spot duty since luck. So um, you get Wentz to play anywhere close to what he was playing in 2017 with Frank being his OC. Um, you know, this team is built. You know, you got Jonathan Taylor who came along and had a phenomenal year as a running back. You got Hines. You got weapons over there. And we talked about the defense. So if you can put all that together, and you, we don't need him to come out here and throw for 5,000 <laughs> yards. Just do your job. Um, you know, don't turn the ball over. Put some points up on the board. And this team can go out there. And I believe they can go out there and beat anybody. You think they bring T.Y. Hilton back? It's got to be at the right price. Um, I think T.Y. wants to be there. 
But um, uh, T.Y., I know he's not a guy who's going to play for, you know, 14, 15, 16 years. So this will likely be probably his last deal. Um, I, I've heard that out of his mouth myself. I don't know if that's changed at this point. But um, so I'm sure he would want to stay there and kind of finish what he started. He got some things, you know, I think he's probably third on like the receiver list. Obviously, you got Marvin, you got Reggie. And then you got T.Y. who's put up his, you know, an amazing career in his own right. So I'm pretty sure he would probably want to finish what he started there. But, um, you know, it's business. So he's, he's going to get the best deal um, that's available, which I think he should. Um, he didn't have a great year last year statistic-wise. Um, and I actually, I think playing with a quarterback like Wentz, um, he, should, he could have a better year because he's a, he's a receiver who stretches. He's, he should stretch a defense. I mean, you're playing with Phillip Rivers as a defender, as a D-back. <laughs> I'm not concerned. I'm not as concerned with the ghost when Phillip Rivers is the quarterback. But um, if you got a guy that can launch at 60, 65 down the field, now we got to think about where 13 is, um, you know, down in, down out. Yeah, it had to be frustrating last year playing with Phillip. And I didn't hate that signing when they got Phillip last year, but you could see, like, he was no longer Phillip Rivers when that last year in San Diego or L.A., uh, his arm was just shot. I mean – both times the Raiders played him, he made the Raiders look like freaking 86 Bears. I was like, wow, like, you can't throw football anymore. And luckily the Colts, you know, their offense, their offense line's so nicely set up that he had enough time to just, you know, let me dink and dunk here. I got a great defense behind me. And uh, they, they nearly beat the Bills in the playoffs too. Yeah, they, they, that was the thing about um, Phillip. I mean, he did, he, did a, he did a pretty good job. He did better than I expected him to do. Honestly, cut back on the turnovers, didn't turn the ball over as much. Um, you know, he's accurate, and that's that's what he's been. That was what Chris Ballard was raving about, even in the preseason, um, just his accuracy. Um, they went, like, I want to say, like, four or five games. You know, he'd ever been efficient, like, not not even having a three and out or something like that, like the first five or six games. So um, he, did, he did some things, but in today's league, you know, you need that um, – you need a dynamic playmaker back there. And, um, you know, Wentz's ceiling, obviously, is a lot higher than what, um, you know, Phillip Rivers was last year. And, uh, obviously, he's uh, accomplished some tremendous things in this league, played a long time. And um, hopefully, uh, you know, the Colts had a quarterback. Um, because I think, you know, I wouldn't say Frank Wright is on a hot seat. But, um, you know, it, this team and the way it's built, like, they want to win. They want to win championships. So, um, yeah. you know, one and done's in the playoffs, you know, that's, that's not going to cut it. Hopefully they get a good replacement for Costanzo too, even if it's signed somebody in free agency or something. I mean, maybe you open up the checkbook and pay like Trent Williams or something if, uh, if they be, allow him to leave. That would be beautiful. But, Try to figure out a way to get Orlando Brown. Yeah. Um, so, yeah so, you know, something. True. If you can so – because that's the – you know, in my opinion, if I'm putting together a team, like the top three most important things to me, quarterback, uh, pass rusher, you know, blind side protector or left tackle. You know, in the NFL today, you know, left tackle, right tackle, but just a, a dominant guy. They got a pretty dominant right tackle, Brady Smith. So if you can sew up that left side of the um, the line. And Costanzo, you know, he was he was he he did his thing for a decade, played at a high level. So um, he's, he, that's definitely a very very important position. Getting back to your Dolphins, I want to talk about Tua for a second. I was huge Tua fan coming out of last year's draft. I honestly I wanted him over Burrow, but Watching him this past year, and I got a lot of hate for this, I'm very <laughs> concerned. Like, physically, he didn't look like what I thought I saw at Alabama. And that's not like people talk, oh, his supporting cast was bad. Yeah, I know that. But I'm talking, like, physically, 
I was not that impressed with him. I want to know what your takeaway was from his first year. I felt the same way. I felt the same way. And uh, it was a combination of things. Obviously, your cast, um, you know, your play caller, Chan Gailey. Um, so it was some things. And uh, the people that I talked to, um, basically, and then you're pulling them, you know, when you got two-minute drives left, you're putting fits in there. So even yeah. mentally at that quarterback position, that's tough. But uh, the people that I've talked to that are, you know, in, in or close to the organization said it was just too early for him. It felt like it was too early. And um, this year will, will, will pay huge dividends for him. So, I mean, I, I'm hoping for the best. Um, we've, been, we've been looking for a, a real star at that quarterback position since Dan Marino. So it's been a while. So uh, Miami's ready. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully he takes some more strides, man. But uh, he's, he's, he's still very young. Um, you know, yeah, he's still very young. So I'm trying to be bullish on Tua. But if we can get Deshaun, man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wouldn't mind seeing him in Texas in Houston. <laughs> it it must be nice seeing the seemingly the the fall of the Patriots now. Just from a Dolphins, I know you played there. I know you mm-hmm. played there, but being the Dolphins fan, like it's got to be a little nice. No, you know what? I I, I like I like Don, I like dynasties. I like dominance. I like um I like the way the Patriots have done things. You know, not everything about it, but um, you know, they did it a lot of things the right way. And um, I'm I'm not counting Belichick out, uh, you know, at all. Um, obviously, they had a lot of things go against them last year, um, but I'm definitely not gonna say, you know, it's the end of uh, it's the end of that Patriots dynasty. If Belichick is there for another, and he and he's getting up there in age, so um, but if he's up there for another four years, three four years, I can see them being, you know, playing on championship Sunday again. They'll get a lot of pieces back this year, too, from the opt-outs. People forget that, you know, Dante Hightower, Pat Chung, like they lost some yep. good players for opt-outs. So they, I expect the defense to be a lot better. Even oh, if, yeah. now there's reports saying that they think uh, Stephon Gilmore trade is just, like, inevitable. And I'm like, I, I wouldn't trade him, man. You got him and J.C. Jackson? Like, I don't I want to yeah, keep those I mean, two it, together. It, it, it depends. It depends on what, what, what other resources you're going to bring. Uh, that you're going to bring there to, to whatever you'll get for Gilmore. Obviously, it's going to be required a lot to get him. But if you can bring in some other pieces, they got to get some offensive weaponry too. Like you got you got to be able to score points um, to, 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 to compete in this league. And I think, like you said, the defense will be a lot better, getting high tired, getting chung back. Guys who played a ton of snaps, uh, a ton of valuable, meaningful championship reps. So that'll be big for uh, not only the defense, but that whole team. I wonder if Belichick finally drafts a wide receiver that pans out in the first round this year. That that's the craziest thing to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's that's very wild because you know I feel like we've seen more hits at the receiver position than uh, than a lot of other positions. Yeah. Um, you know, around the league. So for <laughs> New England uh, not to be able to find one, and I wasn't too high on the the Harry draft pick when they made it, honestly. But um. But yeah, we'll 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 see. Hopefully, Jimmy, do you do you have anything? Yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, you know what I'm waiting on. Oh, go ahead. So you joined Pat McAfee on NXT. Oh yeah, rookie. I'm a, I'm a wrestling guy. Okay. I'm a wrestling guy. You gotta you gotta run me through that whole thing. How was that whole experience? Man, that was that was incredible. Man, that was you know a lot of things that a lot of amazing things that have happened to my, in my life. 
uh, you know, I've, I've vision, I've thought about it, you know, for hours, years, they, whatever in advance. And this was kind of something that just came together pretty quick and just to be a part of it. Um, you know, Pat hit me and hey man, got this thing going on NXT down Orlando, you know, as I'm, I'm in Florida, it's a couple hours away. Um, he's like, man, you want to, you want to roll with me, man? Woody woo. So I'm like, okay. Once he told me the details, I'm like, let's do it. WWE, let's do it. So then I get there and, um, you know, just seeing, just the whole everything that goes into it. And, um, you know, it, I just got so much. Because I grew up as a wrestling guy. Um, and like Wait, Stone I, I, Cold or The Rock? Yeah, that, that era. I'm, I'll be 35 in a couple of weeks. So, like, <laughs> that era was, like, the gold. Like, it's, nothing, it's no yep. other area that can touch that. The Stone Cold's Rock, Mankind, Rikishi, Hardy Boys. Like, the list goes on. Like, um, and I, I made sure I didn't miss it. So, to see Triple H... You know, Triple H obviously has a big, big hand in that. See Shawn Michaels, like, in, in, like, the work and the passion that they're still putting into it. And then to see my boy Pat, you know, go out there and bust his ass and get in shape and put on. I mean, it was the most impressive match that I've see, ever seen from, like, a celebrity or from, you know, from a non-wrestling yeah, the same non thing. Yeah, it was like. And I, he was really working at it. Like, he was really putting in the hours and the diet and everything. So um, to see him go out there and perform against a guy like Adam Cole, who's obviously been doing it for a while, um, just that entire experience was uh, incredible. And it was something I would never even imagine or, you know, thought, uh, you know, I'd be uh, a part of. So that was, that was uh, super, super dope. There was no live crowd, right? That was when they were. Did you guys have a crowd, or was that no live crowd? It was a crowd, but it was it was basically like the the the, the other wrestlers, like you know whoever. Oh, was that was when they did the that. W whole thing. Yeah, gotcha. whoever's on the yep. WWE rosters, then you had kind of like the plexi guy, and that was wild too, because you know once we're rolling, you know these dudes, these big ass dudes, are beating on the plexi guys and and talking trash, and I, I kind of felt like I was in the gulag <laughs> for a second, man, but. uh <laughs> But it was dope. It was it was dope, man. Shout out to Pat for um, you know, letting me meet AJ and Nick hop in the ring with him and just be a part of that. But that was that was super cool. You gotta be a good talker in there too. And like Pat was doing it all. Like you oh, would yeah, watch yeah, Pat, yeah. you would watch him and you you get angry watching him. Like, why are you running your mouth? Like you don't do this. And then he just does it, does it better than pretty much anybody you've seen that's not a full time wrestler. Yeah. And uh I, I I would guess he's gonna go back. I guess I would guess we haven't. He's seen got he's got to go back. You can't you can't get that type of high and, and, and not go back. And he he's a lifelong wrestling fan. Um, you know it it it, it was it was it was too fun. I I definitely expect him back. And like you said on the mic, his promos were, you know, his promos were priceless. Talking, he did a great job being a heel. Um, so yeah, it, it it was great, man. I, I was thoroughly impressed. Um, you know, obviously with Pat, but like I said, just all of the guys and, and, and girls that even behind the scenes, you know, that go into it. Because you know, as a football player, you see and you know and you appreciate everybody else that you know that puts in the work to make that product on Sunday look and feel and move a certain way. And um, obviously, a lot of differences from wrestling and football, but a lot of similarities at the same time. We need to cut more promos in the NFL like they do in uh, WWE. That, hey, that, that, that'll be dope, man. The, X, the XFL was getting a little bit, you yeah. know, with the sideline interviews. Yeah, you know, that, guy, that was dope. That was fun. Yeah, a guy throws the interception and, you know, minutes later, What were you like, thinking? Hey, Why'd you throw that interception? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You saw coaches getting thrown on, under the bus going into halftime and all. Yeah. I loved it. So I would definitely be a big fan of promos. <laughs> we we had Derek Wolf on last week and – I brought it up to him too. Derek said he thinks he could be an awesome heel. He says he'd be oh, yeah. a great heel. I can see him. 
But he said he, he can't really say stuff that he wants to say because he'll get in trouble for it nowadays. So he yeah, he would have been a good sure. heel back in like the Attitude Era, he says. Yeah, I I can, I can definitely see uh, Wolf being a, being being a wrestler. Who else could I see? I can see Cam Jordan being a. I said Cam Jordan, Sean. That was one of my guys I said. Yeah, I can definitely see him being a big personality. Because I was thinking of Uh, guys who could cut the best promos. Yeah, he he would definitely be in there. Sherman. Sherman. Mark Mark Ingram. Yeah, oh, Mark Ingram, yeah. yeah. Ingram, oh, I, I feel like Frank- Ingram would have to be a part of, like, a team, though. He would have to be, like, the hype guy on the team, you know. He'd but, be uh, the manager. Yeah. He'd be the little annoying manager that you get pissed off just <laughs> exactly. watching. And he's, exactly. he's just getting you ramped up and you want to hit him, but you can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be dope, man. I got to start thinking about it. Oh, Mark's going to kill me when he sees lineup. this. <laughs> my oh, spot guy too, man. Shout out to Mark. <laughs> I, I I play a lot of Call of Duty with Mark and Wolf a lot, so Mark Mark's gonna kill me when he sees this. <laughs> oh man, are you are, are you getting carried out there, man? No, I did, man. I put him in the backpack. I, I know what's up. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm so trash, man. I I, I, I used to be a lot better. I, I'm decent now. I'm not as good as I was, yeah. but it's fun. We talk a lot of smack while we play, so that's the best part. Who who else did I say? Sherman. Wolf, Sherman. Cam Jordan. I mean, Sherman already cut a promo on Crabtree. We gotta get a quarterback. What quarterback? You know what quarterback we would hate? I would hate as a wrestler, Russell Wilson. I would absolutely hate Russell. What Wilson everyone as said, a like, wrestler? <laughs> like why? I, hey, I would hate Russell that. Wilson as a wrestler. I would just. I don't know. It's like guys, and I'm not. I'm not. You know, I, I love Russ as a player, as a person. Great dude. Shout out to Russ, winning Walter Payton Man of the Year. Um, but you know, when I, when I hear, when I hear a guy like Russ, like mic'd up, like, I don't know, man. Like, it, I don't know. It's just go Hawks. Yeah. It's, it's just, uh, <laughs> End it's just, all his promos. It's go just Hawks. too perfect. It's just, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like as the wrestler, whenever that, whenever, whoever that guy was who, you know, everything was clean cut and perfect. I didn't like that guy. Like I needed yeah. somebody with a little edge. So I was a Stone Cold fan. Like he, I needed somebody He's with Mr. Perfect. If you remember Mr. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't I didn't like that guy. I need I need somebody who would be a quarterback with with, with some edge. Philip Philip talks a lot of trash, so he might be someone who could Phillip, like, He know. talks that nice trash though, yeah. like Luck did. I would love Cam as a wrestler. Cam Newton like, would like be prime him. like prime Cam Superman. Oh yeah. Cam would be dope. He will he will cut some promos as well. Who knows what the hell he would wear in the ring. Oh um, God! Yeah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Akeem a Talib. Oh, Talib! How did we forget Talib? Outstanding. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and I don't think about it. Yeah, I, I got some guys in mind. <laughs> That's oh awesome. man, Quentin that, that Nelson, was... obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. Quentin yeah. Nelson. Yeah. Just wouldn't talk. He was just completely dominate humans. Oh yeah. There's got to be a linebacker, too, someone that's just going to hurt you. He just wants to hurt you. I mean, Maniac. I mean, he already got the name. Darius yeah, Leonard would be, mm-hmm. would be a good one. Uh, Fred Warner, I feel like, would, 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 you know, he has a, a, a martial arts background, so I'm sure he'll be do some, some crazy things in the room. I feel like Jamal Adams would be good on the mic. Jamal Adams would be good on the mic, for sure. Stephon Diggs would be good on the mic. I don't know how, how much you would want to actually fight in there. <laughs> you know who would be great, Landry. Sean? You know who would be great? Isaiah. Isaiah McKenzie, yeah. We, well, we know him well, though. That's why. That's the only reason. Like, I don't he, think he talks so much smack. I don't care if he sees <laughs> this. He, he, can, he can see this. He can text me, whatever. I don't care. But I was watching – what game was it? 
I can't. It might have been. It might have been the Cardinals game, unfortunately. But uh, even the announcer said he talks more smack to his own teammates than the defense does. Yeah. Man, you just reminded me. Uh, what's his name? Chauncey Gardner. Chauncey. Oh. See what is it? CGJ. CGJ. Yeah. He talk. I mean, he gets kicked. He gets kicked out of kicked out of games week in week out, pulling chains. So yeah, he he'll be he'll be he'll he he'll be a great heel. I mean, they're throwbacks, but if you got Steve Smith and Chad Johnson on a mic, that might be comical. Throw T.O. in there with them. Yeah, it's, right. That's yeah. Josh Norman throwing, throwing a last, last second. Oh, yeah, throwback Josh Norman and Des Bryant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fun, though, man. That was awesome to see. That was one thing I was looking forward to talk to because, like I said, I'm, I'm a wrestling guy, so – yeah, that was that was that was dope, man. That, that, is it still crazy dope. to see dudes like Jeff Hardy still wrestling and like Kane showed up that's, at the Royal that's Rumble? Wild. Man, this crazy. That's why. Even I mean, but even like Shawn Michaels, he doesn't wrestle, but like he, he could, he could definitely. Say, yeah, he match. looks like he can still jump in the ring. I mean, Triple H looked like you know he can get on a you know a, a program for a month or so and get back in the ring too. So these guys staying um staying tremendous shape. Obviously, The Rock, you know, he he went and acting and being a a mega star, but um, these guys are, they're, they're, they're special athletes, special mm. athletes. Did you see the whole thing that came out a couple days ago with Randy Orton and Soldier Boy on Twitter? I saw, I didn't really follow it, but I, I saw him kind of a little back and forth, but I didn't really. Randy got bad it. with it. Randy pretty much said he wants to kick this dude's ass like straight up. I mean, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even want to see that. that would be <laughs> I, I wouldn't even want to no see No one wants to see Randy Orton. Soldier Boy is probably a buck 40 soaking wet. <laughs> Well, the funny thing is, him and Bow Wow are talking now. Bow Wow says he's been training. He's going to take over wrestling. Okay. Bow Wow was like 5'3". Yeah. <laughs> he's like, stop. Wow, stop but Shaq, Shaq is getting in the ring, though. I saw I saw that Shaq is getting in the ring, so I would yeah. be interested to see that. I don't. I still don't think he'll do um, as good as Pat, obviously, but his personality it fits mm. perfectly with it. I thought Grunt would have been – a better rest. I was kind of looking was. forward to that, really. I was, and that, and that's my guy. So maybe he'll go back and try it again. But, um, but yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Remember when Big Show got knocked out by Floyd Mayweather? Yeah, that was <laughs> joke. <laughs> oh, it's fun, man. It's fun. Man. Well, hey, we appreciate you coming on for sure. We're trying to set this up for a while. You know, we've talked yeah, our DBs and stuff in the past. Uh, anything you want to plug, your podcast or anything, let them know. Let people know what you do, where they could check you out, whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, man. man. Um, yeah, check out the Man to Man pod. You know, me and Antoine Bethea, Um, You know, we, we get on there. We keep it, you know, pretty, really authentic. You know, it's locker room talk. We have some great interviews. Um, and I also do everything DB where I jump in and, and diving into, like, the real – kind of beyond actually the X and O's and really just understanding kind of what players are being coached, what they should be coached in some uh, instances. So, uh, you know, really getting into the devil in the details. So uh, everything DB and the man to man pot. Paris, you do all, do you do all the editing and graphics for your page? Yeah, I do. Every, everything is pretty, well, I don't personally do it, but I got a guy that does it. Oh, okay. Tone, Tone does a lot of the production type things for me. Um, but yeah, one man show. We 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 actually going to be expanding this off season and doing some different things uh, and some talks with some with some people. So I'm excited about you know this, this side this side of things, man. Media behind the mic is so different. Never saw myself doing this, but uh, mm. I enjoy it. Nice. Well, Darius, thank you again for coming on, guys. Appreciate you all for listening. 
We'll catch run it back. Guys. We'll have we'll have you on oh, again. Oh, for sure. Definitely got to run it back. Man, I got to get your um <laughs> your your tag on on it. I'm, I'm on the Xbox. I don't know what system you're on, but I got to oh, do better, Xbox man. Yeah, yeah, Xbox too. Yeah. I got you. We'll, we'll we'll hit it up. We'll run it. I get better. Jump in that superstore. <laughs> oh man, you you're going for <laughs> quick games. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Appreciate you, fellas.